0: You're looking good. All right, welcome to another episode of the Survivors Guide to Coronavirus. Let's just call it Survivors Guide, eh? Change the name. Welcome to another episode of Survivors Guide with Nazim Hussein, and uh, today, this, ladies and gentlemen, is, uh, is is an absolute treat. It's almost like a reward for surviving lockdown. We have we've been saving the best to last. We're almost at the end of the world. Joel Creasy. Man, you are looking good. Look at your face. (laughs) Glowing.
1: Do you want to know something that I haven't really told many people? And when I say that, I mean, I've had two (laughs) glasses of wine and told everyone I've spoken to. Um, I did go and see my my doctor just before, maybe two weeks before um, lockdown began. uh, Pumped full of Botox uh, and then had nowhere to go. So what a waste of money.
0: (laughs) How often do you normally do that?
1: Oh, uh, just what I'm feeling like, I'm feeling like it. Um, so normally before I go off on tour, um, mm-hmm. so I was, I thought I'll look all fresh and tour and Mardi Gras and Eurovision and then, um, no, I've just been, been, been fresh to sit at home on the couch and do sweet FA for oh months. Oh my God.
0: So how long it cars, cause I've, um, so you've obviously got it, you're younger than me, your face looks pretty great, uh, but you're still, but, but you're still, so what is it actually, so where would you use it in your forehead right here? I get, I get it. Yeah, just in my forehead,
1: and I get it here. Um, uh-huh. uh, that's oh, about for, it. For have I got jaws. it elsewhere? No. I mean, yeah. you can get it in your nose though, and apparently it's very painful. Really?
0: So when you, so when, so that basically just means that you look relaxed at all, like you don't have a resting bitch face. Is that what happens?
1: Oh no, I still got a resting bitch face. Uh, no, it, it, <laughs> do you know what? it does? Have, it, it does genuinely relax you. You do feel kind of relaxed. It's great if you get headaches as well. Um, Ooh. but my goal is to look just like, um, Kate Moss My be. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, so my sister has had like people offer her like hair and makeup stuff throughout isolation, but they're operating illegally. Um, they're doing garage jobs. They'll come over in the, in the cover of darkness and they'll do your hair and you know, this is, but, but now we're allowed to, did you be honest now that we're allowed to, have people over, but were you were you doing anything like that?
1: Well, um, I, I first of all, I'll go. I didn't. I, well, you couldn't get any um, uh, injections, so but I didn't need any more of those, so I was covered. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. I let my hair go. So my hair, even though hairdressers were technically allowed to stay open, um, yep. I I went for the first time last week to see Stavros. Of course, that is the Ooh. name of my hairdresser. Stavros is <laughs> amazing. Um, but no, we were we were so strict. Luckily, the cafe next door to us stayed open and we could kind of go and get some interaction and get a takeaway coffee there each day. Otherwise, it's just been uh, me and my partner, Jack, um, which has been great. <laughs> you,
0: you, can, you can hear the wink, but, um,
1: but you guys like... <laughs> I don't know where else in the house he is, so, you know, I, have to be
0: careful. I, I think of like, when I think of like couples that are, you know, that have stood the test of time, you know, you, you and Jack are pretty strong. He's coming with you on tour, and if you could survive tour life, oh, that is great. How, how's, how's it gone through the lockdown? You guys stronger? Yeah, we've had,
1: some, we've had some of those really petty arguments where you get to the point of you don't know what the argument started with. Um, hmm. And then the other day we had an argument. I had a dream about a So I had a dream that I was a candle um, <laughs> one night, and he didn't believe that I had a dream that I was a candle I was like, yes, I dreamt of the candle. Why would I make that up for Saturday? <laughs> so,
0: but, so, you were the candle. Were you a candle? Or was he lighting you?
1: I, <laughs> oh. No, I dreamt <laughs> of the candle and I was melting and uh, it, was, it, was on, hey, it was on my coffee table and it melted everywhere. It was a very boring dream. Didn't require retelling, but I'm one of those boring people that retold the dream. Then it became an argument. And now I've become that boring person that's told a dream flash <laughs> argument on a
0: Podcast. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> well, you know what, I mean, I, James, I don't know if you know much about Joel Creasy. I thought I knew a lot about him, but I found out a lot more about him on New Year's Eve 2019. That was first day 2000, end of 2018. I was, my friend, my friend Hesh was doing security at um, Puff which is a gay night on Chapel Street. And I've never, I've never been to a gay club. And he was doing security. He's like, I'll keep me company. I was like, all right, no worries. And he goes, I'll just it'll be a few hour shift. Um, so I got there, I was hanging out, <laughs> I was hanging out with him. And, you know, um, I just remember like standing there with Hesh and people would come up to me and go, Hey Nazim, what are you doing here? Like kind of kind of trying to insinuate that maybe I'm gay and coming out or something. I was like, no, no, I'm just here with my friend Hesh. He's just like, Where's your friend Hesh? And I'm like, Oh, he's just over there. And I would look for him and he wouldn't be there. And they'd be like, Oh, okay. Just doing a job. A few hours later, they'd see me there. And I was like, So I kept having people come up to me, just kind of just but then I saw on the top floor of this is like I don't know. People say Puffdorf is kind of like the event for the for the community, right? It's a huge and night. It's a huge nightclub.
1: It's a massive. It's a huge
0: space. night. Oh, and it was packed. Really fun. Top floor. There was like this. Um, there was like this. It was kind of like a VIP floor. And then I just remember seeing like this buzz of people. Like everyone was sort of like huddling around. It was like this nucleus. And I was like, who the hell's in the middle? Everyone's looking in at this table, and there's people sitting down. I was like this must be the who's who of the gay community. And I sort of push through the crowd and I get to the middle and behind this velvet rope is Joel Creasy with his, like, minions. He was the guy. And I knew. And when Joel came up to me, I was like, Miss Eve. I was like, I am friends with royalty at the moment. And I was like, and you've kept that hidden from me. Like, you're, you're just a normal civilian. But when I saw you there, I was like,
1: wow. But then what was happening behind the rope? You were just existing there.
0: Oh, he was just having Lemonade
1: just drinking yeah. oh yeah just drink a lot of lemonade uh, i was very thirsty well i had not i didn't arrive till really late and then someone had texted me in advance and said um nazeem hussein's here and i i just thought they were making a hilarious gag because like who's the most random person who it would it be at book talk. and i was like okay guess yeah, sure Nazim's there hilarious and then i get to the club and someone said i think your friend is easy and i'm like this is a double up of 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 The same joke, but from two different people now. Maybe it's true. And then I saw you, and we had a wonderful night.
0: It was—he's a fun. Honestly, like it was so much fun. And isn't it quite a weird thing to go and hang out with just a
1: security guard? Well,
0: no. Okay, so this is. So I'm like, I'm a childhood friend with this guy, and no one believed that I was hanging out with him because when people would come up to me, they'd be like, "So where's this apparent friend of yours?" I would try to point to where he was. I've been working this morning, recording
1: voiceovers with you, and I didn't bring a friend along. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and yeah, what were you doing before I got there in the team? Like, cause you know, once I arrived, we hung out and I introduced you to, to all my friends, but yeah, we were you, were you like, you know, t- taking people's ID at the door and kicking people? No, you know, <laughs> you know what? I have never
0: felt so attractive in my life. Like I had way more guys, flirt with me than I've had women flirt with me in my entire life it was a great place for my ego but but then everyone started leaving right because it was like it was getting to like 5, 6am but Hesha's shift finished at 7am so I left and there were cars driving on the street just like it was normal
1: daylight yeah Yeah, because around 5am that's when we go to that's when we go to kick-ons and you move on to another party Um, yeah you don't (laughs) normally stay with the bouncer until 7am and do do (laughs) (laughs) lock-up
0: so okay you're touring at the you're, 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 you're doing your show later in the year. Like, I've just pretty much cancelled the year. But you, you're you um you're going to, yeah, you're hitting up the cities. Well, fingers crossed.
1: Year. Yeah, I'll be back on tour later in the year. Who knows? I think I start, like, late October. So if everyone can please um, play by the rules so I can go back on tour and pay my bills, that would be great. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, but that's the thing. I saw the national, um like, Scott Morrison, he, he, uh you know, he issued the three-step plan. And the third step said um venues of up to a hundred people and mate, anyone that knows Joel Creasy knows that your audiences are at least half, like a thousand people, like 500 people, at least. you know? So what are you going to, if you come to a Joel Creasy show, it might, it might just be a really intimate experience.
1: Yeah. I don't know, maybe it will be like doing club comedy again, which I don't, I hate, but I, I do like performing. in the theater, so. um, <laughs> It's fun. It's rock and roll. It's-
0: yeah, totally. And you dress for the part as well. You dress well. You're one of the better
1: dressed comedians. Most comedians just look slack as shit. I'm sorry, but it's, it's not even a competition in Australia. I would love someone to provide me with some competition, but Australian comics are <laughs> terribly, terribly dressed human.
0: No, no you are. I'm, I'm starting to feel a bit inspired to get it. Like, you dress you well. Uh, you do a very good job. You do a very I do job. okay. I do. I, I try. I think, oh, I think we're talking about... Job. Tommy does a good job, um, but Tommy doesn't need
1: to try because he's got those – he's just a fit-looking dude.
0: Um, you know who I'll
1: give credit to as well? Tom Gleason. He, has, he knows what works for him, that blue shirt, the jeans. The, the jeans, look, the works jeans him. I like it. It's, it's, it's his style. I, I, I approve. Yeah.
0: yeah. but What do you think of the, of the comedians that do the skinny jeans, the flannel-looking shirt, sometimes unbuttoned, and then the converse black and white sneakers like that? I can deal yeah.
1: with it. They're far worse. Mm-hmm. There are so many, like, you know, I think, you know, a lot of comics you see in, in, in like a hoodie uh, and with you know, is that food on you still? Um, this, is a, this is a performance. Like, again, it's stand-up and we're the, we're the most kind of um, trampy of all the performers, but still, like, we're trampy. We can't, you can't be, like, stinking out the front row of the audience, especially, like, <laughs> no. there's just some that I'm like, come on, man, come on.
0: I don't know about you, but when I, when I perform stand-up, I can see my own spit fly into the front row. Massive. Like yeah so so how is this gonna this is just a scare we might need like you know when you go to the shops now they've got the plastic guard i feel like that needs to be <laughs> need like a <laughs> mouth guard or something for the front row because otherwise it's just it's a health it's a health risk
1: I, I feel really guilty but my last show in adelaide so like the lockdown was about to kick in like a few hours later um i a woman's i was doing a bit on coronavirus just like it's you know a bit on about like like what's ha- what was happening and Anyway, a woman sneezed, and I pointed her out, and all these oh, like hundreds of eyes just turned onto this woman. And I've never, I still feel guilty because she must have felt so uncomfortable the rest of the show. <laughs> and you know, my shows go for you know a solid four and a half hours because everyone was like, thought she had coronavirus, and also sneezing is not a symptom apparently. <laughs>
0: I think this is like your platform now, Joel, we've got a, quite a listenership. If you, you can address that woman now, I imagine she might be listening.
1: What, will, <laughs> what do you say? To the stranger that sneezed at my show, I'm so sorry. I pointed you out for a, for a, a light smattering of, 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 of giggles. It wasn't even a solid laugh that I got out of it, much like a lot of my gear. Um, it was like, I got a couple of uh, light titters uh, and embarrassed you. And to this, Lady, I'm so sorry. Please come to my shop again. And, uh,
0: <laughs> unless you actually have uh, tested positive for coronavirus, then then stay yeah. away. Then don't okay. then,
1: then don't then. come or um, download the app and uh, come when you're when you're better. Yeah. What you're <laughs> have you got the Have you got the app
0: downloaded? Can Can you ask people that?
1: Is it like asking what political party? Okay, yeah. I've, I've got the app downloaded because I figure. Look, I don't. I, look, I get if other people have privacy issues, but I'm like, I just, like. There's so much shit I put up on Facebook and social media, and and you know, before I had a boyfriend on Grindr, like, oh my god, really? If I'm gonna draw the line here at the COVID app, then I've got a really yeah. weird set of morals. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah.
0: Well, look, Joel, thanks so much for for joining us, and uh, you know, uh, it's a great honour to have the king of. The gay community in oh, Australia. <laughs> the king of cool up, At so least so I'm booked up.
1: It's so ironic that I'm talking to you and you're the one in the closet, by the way. I'm I know! Yeah. I'm, I'm, literally,
0: I'm literally in the closet here. I <laughs> like this is my new recording studio.
1: And but, I'm, uh, judging your, I'm judging the clothes behind you, don't you worry.
0: This, check out this jacket. I think you'd be proud of this. <laughs> look at this. Look at this floral thing. I bought it. It was oh, Facebook. Okay. It. I really like that. How frequently one, does so it get an outing? i bought it once, and then I got too many comments on Instagram. People were like, whoa, your jacket. And uh, mm-hmm. that was it.
1: Yeah, I just, you know, I didn't want you getting the <laughs> game too high. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. I didn't like the competition.